0: Make sure to subscribe from wherever you're listening to continue hearing life-changing messages. If you like what you hear, please support World Evangelism by subscribing to the premium version of this podcast for even more sermons. Links are in the show notes. Enjoy today's sermon.
1: Amen. Check. Good Wednesday evening to you. Thank you, Pastor Scott, for those lovely words. And so, yes, we labored together many, many years. Brand new convert, rough around the edges, military mindset, those early, early mornings. Uh, That's really what got me started, to be honest with you, in, in discipleship, was a simple invitation to morning prayer. And so I encourage you, if you're a man in this place, there's room for you in the morning. Amen. You can say amen, that's okay. That's okay. Praise God. I got a little story for the... The uh, the station wagon. I grew up in a station wagon, so we drive from West Virginia to Myrtle Beach with a uh, with a twin with a twin mattress in the back, or sometimes just some blankets and hopping up and down. And so my wife and I laugh all the time. We've got the helmets, we've got the seat belts, the child seats. You know, nowadays for our kids, but man, we were hopping going down I seventy nine, just hopping around, just hopping around. And so, but now it I just seem a little overprotective. But uh, that's my little uh, story when it comes to uh, Station Wagon. Thank you to Pastor, always. I do a pr- account it a privilege to be uh, here behind his desk, his pulpit, as you know, it gets redundant, but uh, there's, a, um, there's a responsibility when you stand behind this pulpit. And so thank you to him. Uh, thank you publicly. Um, you know, we've been back ever since uh, after we came back from conference. At the beginning of october and i haven't been able to publicly thank you uh, my my wife our family for welcoming us back and so uh after our time in sanford and so uh, we appreciate your prayers uh, coming back and just welcoming us back into the fold and so we came right back in and just here to serve uh, if there's anything i can tell you is learn to serve people learn to serve people we are in the people business uh, that is what we're all about. And so um, find somebody to invest your life in, no matter how long you've been saved, uh, because that's what keeps us saved. That's what keeps your heart right, is when you can invest in someone else. If, you, if you're growing stagnant in your faith, I dare say you need to find someone to invest in. Because that's really the, those times that I feel stagnant uh, is times when I'm not investing in somebody. You don't have to have a Ph.D., a theology degree, to be a friend to somebody. And that's what I mean by investing in someone. If you've got your Bibles this evening, let's turn to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 42. I want to minister on being planted. And it's important that you and I understand the importance of planting ourselves in the things of God. We live in a world that's full, that wants our attention. There's so many social media apps. There's a lot of things that try to gravitate or grab our attention. But you and I tonight, we need to be planted in the things of God. And we're going to look at a scripture in Jeremiah 42. When Jeremiah is called, he's called to pray for these people, and he petitions God for them. God tells them to remain where they're at, but we're going to see what happens when they refuse to be planted. And if we're not careful, you and I tonight, God, or the devil wouldn't want nothing better than for you to not to be planted in the house of God this evening. I want to minister on being planted out of Jeremiah 42, verses 7 to 12. And I'm going to read the amplified version tonight. I think the the sound booth has the amplified version. And so I'm going to read, starting in verse number 7, going all the way to number 12. And The Bible says, Now after ten days of prayer had passed, that the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Then he called for Johan, Johan the son of Kerah and all the commanders of the forces that were with him and all the people from the least to the greatest and said to them, thus says the Lord your God, the God of Israel, to whom you sent me to present your petition before him. Verse number 10, if you will indeed remain in this land, then I will build you up. Remember that. And I will not tear you down. And I will plant you and not uproot you. For I will relent and be satisfied concerning the disaster that I have inflicted on you as discipline, and I will replace judgment with compassion. Being planted, let's pray this evening. Father God, we thank you. Lord, get you love your people. And for those that would come on this Wednesday night, we know the, the cares of this world. We know the busyness of life, jobs, kids responsibilities God and we're asking tonight just for a moment that you would help us Lord. Give us some insight for what you would want us to do God. I pray God speak God to those tonight Lord Jesus assembled. God that we would be planted, we would be like that tree. We would begin to grow those roots. As you have great plans for this church and you need people that'll plant themselves within the congregation. I thank you for your people. In Jesus' name, all God's people said, amen. Let's look firstly at God at work. You see, God loves you and I tonight. He loves creation. And life tonight is full of chapters. And so no doubt tonight, you and I, no matter how old you are, you and I have faced certain things in life. And so we have many decisions Many of us, when you get up in the morning, you've got to make decisions, right? Unless you wear the uniform and then you don't have to worry about what you wear. But most of us, we make decisions. And see, life is full of those chapters. There's our decisions, but then there's also reality. You see, in life tonight, you and I, there's no doubt that the climate, that the people that we are around, our friends, our family, They affect the decisions that we make. Ezekiel 18, verse number 25. Yet you say the way of the Lord is not just. Hear now, O house of Israel, is my way not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? You see, we serve a just God tonight. See, tonight God, he knows what's best for you and I. You see, this evening, it's very hard to do what's right outside of God. You can do your very best in life to make right decisions. But at the end of the day, you and I, our sin nature, our flesh, we can only take us so far. See, because many people this evening, we have a difficult time giving our lives over to God. To allow God to make decisions this evening... So then can I ask you, is God working in your life? How do I you know about God's working in my life? Well, have your thoughts changed? Has your speech changed? Who you hang out with, has that changed? Because that's how you know that God's working in your life. See, our text tonight, the prophet Jeremiah, he is the man of God. And so the, there, there's a battle that's raging on. We'll talk about that in, in a little bit. But Jeremiah is called, and he calls on his God. You see, the commanders of these forces wanted to control everything that was going on. Even though they had told Jeremiah that they would listen to the message of God, whether good or bad. Jeremiah 42, verse number 6. Whether it is pleasing or displeasing, we will obey the, the voice of the Lord our God to whom we send you, that it may be well with us when we obey the voice of the Lord our God. So here they're saying, we will obey whether it's good or bad, whether we should go and we should possess that land. What we're looking at is we're looking at the, the, the army going into Egypt. They're wanting to go, they're wanting to take that land, but God is saying, no, don't. But here they say, whether good or bad, we'll take. What's coming to us. You see, that's us a lot of times. We want God to do something in our life. We are petitioning things. But when God answers or he doesn't answer the way that we want, we say, "I forget you. See, tonight, who are you listening to? Because who you listen to tonight will play a huge factor in how God works in your life. If you listen to the media, you're listening to social media, you're listening to ungodly things, it's going to affect how God works in your life. I want to move quickly, and I want to go secondly to don't go back. See, it's natural this evening for you and I to want to drift tonight. And by drifting, I mean that maybe you're saved this evening, and you've given your life to Christ. It's very hard to, uh, to maybe make those decisions to live for God. Let's, you know, tonight we know that living for, living, for, living for the devil is easy. You don't have to do anything. I don't have to get up in the morning and pray. I don't have to read my Bible. I don't have to go to church three times a week. But see, you and I tonight, if we're not careful, we'll go back. And see, this in our text in Jeremiah, this is what the children of Israel are facing. Our text illustrates this perfectly. You see, the prophet Jeremiah, he is seeking God. He's a godly man. He is praying, petitioning for the people. In verse number 7, now after 10 days, and then the amplified puts of prayer had passed, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Most of us wouldn't have waited 10 days. We would have already went back, right? We prayed like, God, I want you to help me. God, I need you to do this, this, and this. And we just sit there and do nothing. How can we expect God to do anything if we just sit there right in our seat? God, I want you to bless my finances. Don't ask me to tithe. No, 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 no. Don't ask me to give. Don't ask me to pledge. How can we let God do that? God, I want you to use my life. Give me opportunities to witness, to tell someone about Jesus. And we never tell anybody when we know that God's purposely brought someone to us. See, when we forget about God, when we brush God off, it's easy for us to go back to our old life. See, I faced that early on in my salvation. You know, you have that new convert experience the first 6 to 12 months, you're walking on the clouds. You know, you're, things are happening. You know, you're, you're terrible with money. You don't budget nothing, but God pays all the bills, you know. And so you just can't do anything wrong, but then something happens. And then it's like you really have to put into action things that people have told you, but you're just like, eh, I'm good, I'm good. The struggle's in life. The friends that cut you off. The family members that talk about the things that you're doing. And we see that that happens in life. So it's easy for us to go back into our old life. Two things that will push you back into Egypt. Fear and anxiety tonight. Fear and anxiety are two things that will put you and I back in Egypt. Egypt is the world. It'll make you not want to plant yourself and to be where God has appointed you to be. You've probably heard it said that God has an address for each and every one of us. A place where we can serve God. A place where we come together and we pool our resources together. See, the world tonight, the world's message has a specific language where are you planning yourself tonight? What consumes your time? What consumes your resources? Because see, tonight, I don't know everyone that's here. I don't know the, the various situations. That's the great thing about you know being a, a newbie is you don't know everything that's going on. But I do know one thing that the world is constantly tugging on people. The devil wants you and I. He's after you and I. When you make that confession, you say, Jesus, I need you to save me. Oh, be merciful, me, a sinner. Right there, you and I have a target on our back. We say such things such as, I would be better off back in sin. Oh, it wasn't that bad in sin. You know, it wasn't that bad. I didn't struggle back then. Has anyone said any of those things to yourself? I've said all three of those. Even as a pastor, I've said all three of those. We went to Georgia in 2016, uh, transitioned out of the military. And so uh, God wanted us to plant ourselves in Augusta, Georgia. And so we we believed God that that's where we were going to be planted. And so uh, for six months, you know, I'm college educated. I said, oh, I'm good. I'll, I'll get a job. But for six months, I didn't have any employment whatsoever. Applying at McDonald's, applying at Burger King. How humiliating, right? You've, you've served your nation for almost 10 years, and you're applying at McDonald's and Burger King. You know, no disrespect if you work there. Uh, no, 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 no disrespect. But for me, it was. But you know what? I just needed a job. I just needed something because I knew God wanted, wanted to plant my life there. But see, I said these things. I would sit out on the front uh, stoop, and I would just sit there. Because, you know, Georgia, it's hot. Even in the wintertime, it's hot. And I'd just sit there and just be like, God, I think I'm just better off just not serving you. But you know what would happen at that time? I'd get a text message from Alvin, or I'd get a call from my pastor. See, God knows when you're going through things, if you're seeking him out. But even when you're not seeking him out, other people are seeking him for you. That's why prayer is powerful. Prayer is powerful tonight. Because prayer guards our hearts this evening. In our text, this is where Jeremiah comes in they are he's here he's on this journey he is the man of god he's the prophet of god he's bringing the needs of the people before god that's what you and i have to be tonight you see hell this evening would paint the picture that you and i are better off in egypt we're better off turning our back on him and all he's done let's look thoroughly and finally at being planted After I almost deleted my text, sorry. (laughs) Being planted tonight, because this is the, this is the crusp of the, the problem is I'm, I'm ministering on you being planted here tonight. Is that when you'll make that decision to stay, because there was a season here where many of us were transitioning out of the military and we chose to stay. We chose to plant ourselves in this church. And so none of us were from here, and as we know, we look around, it's nothing fancy. It was worse off than what it is now. But you know what? Something was happening in our lives. We knew that God had done something, had touched our lives. Has God touched your life tonight? Or are you just here because this is what we do? Can I tell you, if you're just here because it's what we do you're not going to last very long. Because the world's going to tug, 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 and eventually you're just going to let go. But see, tonight when you plant yourself, you plant yourself in the things of God, you're making up your mind that I'm going to serve you. We see in our text that Johanan, he wanted Jeremiah to petition God For their situation, whether they should go into Egypt or not, but he had ulterior motives. This evening, you and I, we cannot have ulterior motives when we petition God. Because if you continue to read in Jeremiah chapter number 43, you see that the advice of Jeremiah wasn't heeded. They didn't listen to what the man of God says. How many of you have done that tonight? We haven't listened to what God has spoken to us or maybe warned us. Most of the time, it doesn't turn out very well. But can I tell you that God's a redeeming God? If you're that person tonight that God still wants to write a new chapter in your life. See, being planted grows your base. Think about it for a moment, a tree. The only way trees survive is their root system, right? That's it. Think about if you're going to plant a garden. You've got to stir up that soil, right? You've got to, sometimes you've got to throw it out. You've got to start new. Well, that's how we are. That's how our hearts are. Sometimes we need to cultivate newness in our hearts. But not us, but God can do that. Jesus, he died on the cross so that you and I could have eternal life. Not only us, but other people. But if we're not planted in the things of God, how in the world can that even happen in somebody else? We didn't build what we have here, or most of us, I should say, with the exception of Alvin and Pam. Praise God for them, too, because he's talked me off the ledge a few times, you know, Pastor Scott as well. But see, cultivating that in your heart, because our hearts, the Bible says in Jeremiah that it's desperately wicked. Who can know of it? If you trust your heart, it's going to lead you away. That's why God has to be the one to plant those seeds, to dig those roots. Is this your church or is it the church I attend? They say the same thing, but they mean two different things. That one's for free. Because it's true. You don't say the commanders, well, they're my team, or they're just a team. They're my team. There'll be an altar call for later, later on. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even watch. I don't, I don't even know. My team sucks. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but we got rings. But we got rings. The Steelers got rings. Psalms 1, 1 through 3, and we're closing very quickly. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. And its leaf does not wither. What do you meditate on during the day? And I'm not talking... Um. We'll cover that next another time. But what do you think about? Because that's what you're going to plan yourself in. The things that you think about. What sort of water is flowing through your heart tonight? Because you and I have to be like a tree. This verse of Scripture in Psalms... Says that we're to be like a tree. A tree survives because of its root system. It's complex. It's sometimes it's deep, sometimes it's not deep. You see, tonight, what helps you and I build roots is relationships in the house of God. Oh, we we are we are we we fail. We're going to make mistakes, but what sort of relationships do you have in the house of God? You're a seasoned person. You've been here a while, maybe. Does anyone really know you on a personal level? Because it's hard to be planted if you won't you won't let people know you on a personal level. Two areas I want to look at very quickly that we have to plant ourselves. Number one is the Word of God. You have to plant yourself into the Word of God. Doesn't mean that you can memorize it because. Oh, I've met so many unbelievers that can, they know more, way more than I do, but it's really about living this out. Don't worry about making mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. His grace is sufficient, right? That's what Paul says, you know? And so you live this out. You apply it to your life, you know? Is it true? Do you you believe it? Because I'll tell you what, sometimes I'm like, I don't know about that, God. I'll be honest with you, right? You know, do you trust more in the politicians that were up yesterday than God? Because our God's still in control. He's still in control because guess what? You can turn to the back of the book. Guess what? We win, right? (laughs) It's great, you know? Remember the cliff notes back in the day when you had cliff notes? You're like, we win as long as we're planted in the Word of God and we're having a right heart. The second area that we need to be planted is in church. I know that's an unpopular opinion. It's okay. You didn't say amen. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt my feelings one bit. But I'll tell you what. I've seen a lot of friends come and go in this place. I've seen a lot of men. We could have lined couples from wall to wall. Sending them out to start churches. Some of them may be watching right now. But see... They didn't, they planted themselves, but then they allowed the storm to take them out. Where are you planting yourself? Because it's Wednesday night, right? I love Wednesday night. Yes, I have a ton of Sunday morning sermons and I love Sunday mornings, but Wednesday, you're the core. You're here on a Wednesday night. I consider this the core. So we have to plant ourselves in the Word. And then we have to plant ourselves in church, a Bible-believing church that preaches the Word of God, not just any church, because this is the seed that we have to plant in our hearts. This is what has to be planted. Just like a seed when you, when you have to do a garden, you have to tend to it, right? You have to cultivate that dirt. You have to water that dirt, you know? That's the same thing right here. It's, it waters and man, I fail. Don't, don't, don't think for a moment that, you know, I don't struggle. I come here for morning prayer sometimes and I stare at the wall. I'm not even going to lie. I, stare at the, I, I look at the chair and I just stare at the wall. But you know what? There's other times I come in here and I'm inspired. I'm inspired. I'm laying hands on the chairs now that I get to know your names, you know. I know people's names and I'm, I'm touching chairs, but I'm planting seeds that I hope and pray that will sprout in people being planted. We need people that will plant themselves in the house of God. We need that. God desires that. So plant yourself in the word of God and in church because that's how you're going to prosper in the things of God. Psalms 92, verses 13 and 14. They are planted in the house. Of the Lord, they flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are never; they are ever full of sap and green. Real quick, back to our text. And so I told you that what happens. And so in Jeremiah forty-three, in verse number two of verse of chapter forty-three, uh, it says, "Then." Uh, Ezariah, the son of Hoshiah, Johanna, uh, the son of Kerah, and all the proud men spoke, saying to Jeremiah, You speak falsely. The Lord our God has not sent you to say, Do not go to Egypt to dwell there. They defied what God had told them. God had told through the prophet Jeremiah to stay here, plant yourself here. I'll take care of you. I'm going to prosper you. But they chose to neglect what God had spoken to them. Where are you being implanted tonight? Are you willing to sacrifice personally to see the blessing of God? Because tonight I know there's people here. I believe by the Holy Spirit tonight that, that you're, you're, you're dealing with this very thing right now. Whether I should go or I should stay, God's telling you to stay. God's telling you that you need to stay and he's going to take care of you. But if you go, you're on your own. But where are you being planted? What are you planting in your life tonight? Let's bow our heads tonight.
0: of Chandler Conference, so please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless.